everyone follows the Greyhound leader. RSN 927. Now on winners, time for the weekly Greyhound preview. Let's talk Greyhound Racing, and of course we're heading off to Sandown tonight with 12 races, and joining us at Sandown is Jason Adams. How are you, Jace? Good morning, Nards. I'm well, and really enjoying this very warm weather that Melbourne's got to offer us at this time of the year. It means a couple of things. It's Grand Final Week, and also we're on the road to the Tab at Melbourne Cup, which is in November, but we do see Prelude Series 1 tonight, so we look forward to there. It's got a good 12 races ahead of us tonight. Okay, uh, let's have a look at the program. First event is over the 5.15, and here you can take out runners 9 and 10. Uh, having a look at this, we've got the 1, Aston Ninja at 5, 4.44, Panadero King, uh, 5 for Vander Mick, $5, Shanlon Georgie, uh, Jack Get Back at 4.20, and Cracker Jack Dazzers at 6.50. I've got number six, Jack Get Back, and I am a little bit surprised that he is around that $4.20 mark. He's won three of his last four Thought his last two have been the most impressive. His last one was in 25.77. Pretty sharp time at Geelong. But the thing I liked most about that win was his, his mid-race speed. During He got out okay, but then he really dropped the hammer mid-race, took off and won by eight and a half lengths. I think there's lots to like about this bloke. He doesn't turn two until December. So a lot of upside, and I think he's got a big six months ahead of him. So that's number six. Jack gets back on top. Second, number two, Pandero King, who... I think he, he does his best form, uh, does his best racing from the rail. So he's getting every chance to be able to find that position uh, tonight from box number two. But he's not faultless. He can make mistakes and get caught up in his own trouble. Third, number four, Shanlin Georgie, who looks to be the leader, I think, on paper. She will be punching up early. She can only go around that 29.90. So going in that time, you're always vulnerable to be run down. And fourth, number seven, Cracker Jack Dazza, who goes well on his night, but I think he's got a pretty sharp operator on his inside. So race one, the opener. I've gone six, two, four, and seven. So we go six from two, four, seven in race number one. We head over to the second race, and uh, we've got here the runners nine and ten out. We've got number one, Oakvale Magic, two thirty, Perfect Project at five, four sixty, Zipping Dancer, seven for Art Nouveau, and you've got Captain Jackie, who's at eight dollars and fifty cents. I've gone number one, Oakvale Magic, and I think there's a lot to like about this girl. She's finished fourth in the South Australian Oaks last Thursday night. And she's another one who's yet to turn two years of age, but already is showing some really good signs at the highest level. But her last win here at Sandown, four starts back, was very good. She went 29.55. Most impressive thing about that was she went 5.02 to the first marker. So she's got pace. Uh, she jumped from box one on that occasion, jumped from box one again tonight. There's not a lot of speed on her outside either. So I think she does all the things that uh, we know she can. She should be winning this race, number one, Oakvale Magic. Second, number five, a zipping dancer, who we know has got great early speed. She has broken five seconds of the first split before, but she hasn't done it for, for quite a little bit. She will show speed. Uh, how much speed she'll show, we'll find out. But one thing in her favour, there's not much speed on her inside. She will get a couple of strides to get moving. Third, number seven, Art Nouveau, who, good last win at Geelong, uh, so it was a confidence-boosting win. So the form before that wasn't a two-flash, but the win from at Geelong in 26.02 was good. I uh, don't think the draw suits her too much. A lot of her good form has come from inside draws. And fourth, number four, Tom Riddle, who's a powerful boy. He's a big unit at around 40 kilos. He, given that, he does rely on clear running throughout the race. So no matter what uh, race he goes around in, he'll be slow to begin and he's relying on luck in running. So race two, I've gone one, five, seven and four. So we go one from five, seven and four. We have a look at race three over the 5.15. Takeout runners five and ten. Number one, built up bumps is at $2.10. Uh, we go to 5.50 for Alonzo uh, Mornay, nine for Major Amore, $6 My Boy Regis, 
Dynaterra's at 8.50 and Apache Flame at $7. Started to go through this race last night. I thought there's not a lot of speed throughout. So I looked to who I think may lead the race. And I think it's number six, Mybro Regis. And because of that, I've got him on top. I just think um, he can show that speed. He's not blistering, but he does go your 505-510. So in a race that lacks a bit of speed, I think he will be the leader. He can go around 29.62. So leading and going that sort of time, I think he will run a place. Uh, just a matter of how close the others are, uh, whether he is able to win. Second number one, at belt up Bubs. So I think he carries a big name in this race and he comes up with a good draw too. Just don't think he's beginning as well as, as what he probably can, but he will be holding the fence and, and looking for that run around the first turn. Third number two, Alonzo Mornay. I thought it was good last week. He was second in a grade five final over the 595. So he drops back in distance tonight. And he's drawn well too. He does find a leg from the rail. So from box two, uh, should be able to do that. And fourth number seven, Dinaterra, who was a winner at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. At big odds, around $30. I'm just not sure, looking at his form, he's one to really back up a run like that. So 6, 1, 2 and 7 in race 3. 6, 1, 2, 7 in race number 3. Uh, we then have a look at the fourth race and this sees box 3 vacant. Uh, we've also got box 6 vacant. We've got number 1, Soda Flash at 3. 7.50 for Gateway to Eden at $1.55 for Zagati. This is a really intriguing race. It is a one for the stayers and not one where we see one of the powerhouses come down and, and really dominate the market. I think there's a few chances here, but of going number one, so to flash, I thought his two recent wins at the Meadows uh, recently have been really good. The first one over 634.27 and the next one over the 700 in, in reasonable time. I think the best part about those wins was that although he did lead, he didn't weaken at all. He wasn't lucky to win the race. He did look like a, a genuine stayer. So I think from the red tonight, I'm really keen to see him um, back up those wins and really make a name for himself over this distance. Um, if you haven't heard yet, the, the news we broke on Tuesday with Tornado Tears and Rip and Sam um, missing out for, for four to six weeks. This might be Soda Flash's chance, um, given he's from the Rob Britton kennel, to really announce himself and be one of the most prominent stayers heading towards the bowl trees in November. Second number eight, Zagatti. Now, she's another one from the Rob Britton kennel, and I think everyone knows she ticks all the boxes on ability, um, but she doesn't get things her own way, her own way in races. Um, she can be a little bit disappointing. So I think in the first 100 to 150 metres, we'll know exactly what mindset she's turned up in tonight. Third, number two, Kiyamara, who steps up to this trip at the track for the first time. She has been stepped up to the 699 and 650 at Cranbourne and Sale recently, where she looked to handle it pretty well. And she's a, a little girl. She's only 24 kilos. She doesn't have a lot of weight to carry. Um, I think she does punch up early. Really keen to see how she runs it out. And fourth, number four, Gateway to Eden, who uh, steps up to this distance for the first time. I'm not sure whether it suits him. I think we'll learn a lot more tonight, but uh, his form leading up has been pretty good over the 600 metres. So race four, I've gone one, eight, two and four. One from eight, two and four in race number four. We have a look at race five. Um, he can take out four and also box five that's vacant. Number one, hastens slowly $1.90. Trit Trits at 4.60, 2.60 for Blue Striker. I think it's a toss-up between Greyhounds 1 and 8, and I went towards number 1, Hastings slowly, purely because he's got his draw. He's drawn box number 1, and when he does find the fence, that's where we see him really excel. We saw what he's capable of in Speedstar. He went 29-33. He will, should get his own room here. He's got Federal Lily on his outside, who will punch up and lead the race, I think that's for sure. She does leave a little bit of room on the rail, so that's going to leave room for Hastings slowly to do his own thing. Can run fast time from the fence. I've got him on top. 
second number eight blue striker who I think in the, over the last few months he has been respected as a young dog on the up but he really announced himself in Speedstar where he won a consolation event in 29.20 and since then his profile's really grown which is why we see the price he is tonight has gone well at Sandown he's won five of seven I just think with the likes of Federal Lily in the inside he must lead this race he's not going to be able to run down the likes of Hayson slowly so he's got to get ahead early and begin well third number three Trittrit who's a powerful sprinter. We know he, he does his best work over the 600 metres, but he drops back tonight to the 500 for a, a prelude of the Melbourne Cup. And as good as he is, as, as strong as he is, I think there's a couple others here that are in his league uh, and will lead him as well. So he's going to be after doing the hard work in the middle of the race. And fourth, number seven, Undisputed, who lacks a bit of speed. I, think I will be surprised if he, if he wins the race, but I won't be surprised if he uh, produces a, a fairly respectable performance. So race five, the first Melbourne Cup prelude of the night. I've gone one, eight, three, and seven. So one from eight, three, and seven in race number five. Look, we head over then to race six, and this race sees runners nine and ten come out. Uh, we've got number one, Dinah Carmen, six fifty, nine fifty for Winnie Allen, Blackjack Neo, six, a dollar fifty-five for Dinah Chancer. Yeah, and he is the one to beat Dinah Chancer, number six. He's one of the shining lights of the sport, of course, he, if it wasn't for the likes of Tornado Tears and Rip and Sam, this guy would be uh, in the top echelon of, of, of the stronger dogs going around. I think tonight he looks to be a class above, and he can run the times like he can break 34 seconds. I don't think any other dog in this field is able to do that. So as long as he gets a little bit of luck, it doesn't get shuffled back and, and cost the race. I think he's going to be awfully hard to beat. Number six, Dinah Chancer. Not going to win a lot back at him. I think there's more risk than reward in back at him. So maybe just watching for entertainment value. Second, number four, Winnie Allen. I thought she was very good last week behind a Cadillac's kid. But I think to win this race, she's obviously got to lead Dinah Chancer. Because she doesn't, the race is done and dusted. Third, number five, Blackjack Neo who jumps back up to the 5.95. He has been racing over the sprint, so he, I think the step up, he'll handle that, no worries, but it is going to be a little bit tough for him from box five. And fourth, number two, Haley Style, who on her run last week, I was kind of kicking myself. I didn't tip her on top or, or back her. She was very good. She's strong. So this step up to the 5.95, she, this will suit her. I think we're going to learn a bit about her, uh, but this is a jumping class as well. So really keen to see what she can provide, but she's certainly not up to the, the likes of Dinah Chancer at the moment. So race six, I've gone six, four, five, and two. Six from four, five, and two in race number six. Uh, we go then to race seven. And this race, you can see box five is vacant. We've got a market where number three, Benali, is at $2. 280 Neo, Clio, and 484 Baruga Brett. Yeah, six and three are the clear top picks here. I've got number six, Neo, Clio, and she does drop back to the 500 metres. And traditionally, I'm not totally in favour of dogs dropping back when, when looking to find a winner. But there is no uh, more versatile chaser around than Neo Clear at the moment. She's so high on confidence as well. She's beginning really well. Of course, she broke the track record at Taralgon just three starts ago and then was awesome again at the Meadows on Saturday night. So I think this drop back's not going to be too bad at all. She's got a vacant box in her inside. She could, should get that clear running early to, to do her own thing. If she does find the front, she's going to be very hard to run down. Second number three, Benali, who I thought has been exceptional in his last two outings. He was Awesome behind Tornado Tears and the Speed Star, and he followed that up with a, a really, really good win at Wentworth Park on Saturday night. He went 29-29, and that's a time that hasn't been seen at Wentworth Park for a couple of years. So a terrific performance from him. I'd love to see him and Neo Cleo match motors down the back because it'd be a total shootout in the run to the line. Third number eight, Baruga Brett. 
can run this guy. I just think the draw doesn't at all favour him, and he must, must lead Benali or Neo Clear to win the race, because if he lets him go, he's not going to be able to run him down. And fourth, number four, Molly Coaster, who's been good in the last couple. She's won both of them coming from behind here at Sandown, but this is a, a serious step up in class from restricted win company up to a Melbourne Cup prelude where she meets some of the most informed sprinters going around. I think it's going to be a tough assignment for her. So race seven, second prelude of the night. I've gone six, three, eight and four. So six from three, eight and four. The third prelude is race number eight and this is over the 5.15. Um, there are no scratchings. We've got number three, Alabar at five. Not available, 360. Um, Orson Allen at $2.30. And then you're down to Blue Sky Riot, who is a $7 chance. There's a handful of chances here. I think this is probably the strongest prelude uh, that we'll see tonight. I've gone number three, Alabar. He's been superb of late. He's won five of his last seven. But although he finished fourth last week, he, he wasn't far off the front. And he really had to work hard to finish where he was. Can go 29.50, and I reckon he can shave a little bit off that too. I spoke to his trainer, Dawn Johnson, uh, yesterday, you had Mr. Murdoch run third in the 2009 at Melbourne Cup, and of course, she has another crack this year with Alibar lining up in the first Pelican series. And who knows, this might be the road to glory for him. Second number four, not available, who is a powerful sprinter. We know what he's all about, uh, and this is his sort of stage where we really see the best of him. Just preferred if he was drawn closer to the fence, but drawn four isn't too bad. Third number five, Orson Allen, who will bring the heat. We know he's what he's capable of. He will be a contender at some stage in the race. And fourth and about seven at Blue Sky Ride, who's three starts back from a from a long spell. Of course, she is a multiple group winner. This thing, she's still got a bit of time to return to her best. She, her first Victorian start back was at the Meadows on Saturday night, and she was good. She finished second behind Uphill Jill, but I think she's got to improve on that to be able to get the chocolates in this sort of field. So I've gone three, four, five, and seven in the third prelude race eight. Three, four, five, seven in race eight, race nine. Uh, four comes out, box five vacant. Number one, Reality Hawk at 480. 320, Navajo Bear. Tito Mojito, 310. Uh, better Yappers at 7 and Sterling Defence at 390. This is a good race and one of those ones that probably doesn't deserve the respect it does given there's some uh, really high-level races on the card. I've gone number three, Navajo Bear, and it has been a while since we have seen him step out here at Sandown, but he, he does handle the track really well. He's finishing the money in seven of ten starts here. And this step up back to 500 metres, I think it's not going to hamper him at all. Um, he has shown good form here. He has gone 29.48. So uh, I think that step up to the to the longer distance will make it easier for him to lead as well. He's got two vacant boxes on his outside. Can show speed. I think if he gets it all his own way, uh, looks to be the pick of this one. Number three, Navajo Bear. Second number six, Tito Mojito, who's a veteran. We spoke about him last week, how good he's been for such a long time. And he's still got his speed that he's always had a chance to punch up and be forward early. But I'm just not sure at this stage of his career uh, whether he's capable of running a winning time in the city. Third number one, Reality Hawk, who doesn't have a lot of speed. He is strong and obviously drawn well. And fourth number eight, Sterling Defence, who was good last week. He was third behind Blackjack Neo, but this is really a bad draw for him. He does his best work when he gets clear running. Don't think he's going to get it from the pink tonight. So race nine, I've gone three, six, one and eight. Three from six, one and eight. We go over to race 10, take out runners nine and 10. Four, OK Kirsty at 6.50, $1.75 for Juniper Pearl. And you're looking at Oakvale Warrior at 4.20. Yeah, this is a restricted win final. We saw heats of this series on Sunday. I've gone with the fastest heat winner, I think, by far the most impressive of this lot, number six, Juniper Pearl. She's still on her way up. She's only had uh, 12 career starts. She's won six of them. And I thought her heat win on Sunday was very good in 29.38. 
best part about it too. She went 506 at the first mark. And she's got speed to lead and she can run the overall time too. So I think she can repeat that sort of effort that she, she brought to the table on Sunday. She's going to be hard to beat. Number six, Juniper Pearl. Second, number eight, Oakvale Warrior. He's still young. He doesn't turn two until next month, but I think there's a lot of upside around him. Won his heat on Sunday in 29 and 48, but just didn't show a heap of early speed. I think for him, it's going to be a big effort to cross Juniper Pearl early. Third, number four, OK Kirsty, who often shows a bit of toe. Um, she's a good dog, but I just don't think she's up to the likes of Juniper Pearl. And fourth, number seven, Axel Footloose, who hasn't done a lot wrong. He, he won a heat on Sunday in 29.87, just his speed early. Um, he, he's got to improve on that. Again, for the likes of Juniper Pearl on his inside, it's going to take a big effort to get around her. So race 10, I've gone 6, 8, 4 and 7. 6, 8, 4, 7. Race number 11, take out 3 and 9. Number one, Libby's Dream, six fifty four dollars Astonando, four twenty four Swift Rain. Uh, we then go to five for Extra Gear, three ninety for Castle Rock and, and Zipping Monty at eight dollars and fifty. I've got number five, Swift Rain. Of course, this is a fellow who's got a bit of a story behind him. He had ten months off the racetrack before returning in heat of the Hillsville Cup, which he won at ten dollars in nineteen forty seven and. Look, throughout that Hillsville Cup series, he showed no speed, uh, but he was really strong. It was obvious that he had a, a great turn of foot. And his last start at Warrigal, one thing I thought that was a really a turn in his, his return was he began well. So that was really encouraging. I think if he begins well again tonight, hoping he does and finds the front. We know how strong he is. We saw that through the Hillsville Cup period. Uh, so I think he we a serious chance in this one, number five, Swift Rain. Second, number six, Extra Gear, of course, placed in the Shepparton Cup Always consistent, but will have to overcome the awkward draw. Third, number seven, Castle Rock, who the one start here in Victoria. Um, I think improvement's probably inevitable for him. When we see it, I'm not too sure. And fourth, number one, at Libby's Dream. He's drawn well. She's got a bit of pace. Uh, can expect, can assume she will fire up on the rail and, and be prominent early, but it's just not convinced she's able to run a strong 500 metres just at the moment. So race 11, the penultimate. I've gone five, six, Seven and one. Five from six, seven and one. And then we go to the last race, 12. Take out runners seven and nine. We've got number one, Burbski Bar at seven, $1.65 often imitated. Six for breakout, zipping Olympia, 6.50. Longer odds the others. There's been far worse race 12s that I've seen lately than this one. This is a really good race. I've gone number five on top, zipping Olympia. Of course, it's owned by uh, former Sky Racing presenter Mark Duclos. I thought her win. Uh, sorry, she went second to extra gear at the Meadows on Saturday night. She showed good speed. She led a long way in that race, so she finds the front again tonight. She's going to give herself every chance. Second, number four, Breakout, who comes from a, an excellent leader. Um, they've got a lot of ability. I thought he was handy on Sunday uh, when winning in 30.05. He can shave a lot of time off that, so he's got to get clear running, though. That's the key to his race. Third, number three, often imitated, of course, started the short price favourite in last Thursday night, South Australian Oaks, and we know how good she is. She's gone 29.44 here at the track, but she's not totally reliable out of the boxes. So I've got to see her begin to really install confidence back in her. And fourth number four, Burbsky Bar, who week in, week out, he runs good races. He's really honest, and I think he's got to be included in trifectas and first fours. So race 12, the last... I've gone five, four, three, and one. Five from four, three, and one. And the last and what's your best, Rafi Quaddy, and also your player of the night? Best bet. We'll get it out of the way early. Race two, number one, Oakvale Magic from the Red. She's at around $2.30. Just think it's hers to lose. She should lead and should run a winning time. Value bet, race three, number six, Marlborough Regis. Not at a big price. He's only $5.50, but he does look the leader on paper. And then going around that time that he can, 29.60, there's a bit of value in that price. 
Aquati, first leg have gone one, three and eight. Second leg, one out, number six, Dinah Chancer. Third leg, three, six and eight. And the final leg, three, four and seven. So that's a wrap for another good card of racing tonight at Sandown Park. But of course, keep one eye on Angle Park tonight. If you liked what you saw in Speedstar, Match racing returns to Albion, uh, uh, Angle Park, I should say, tonight. It's the state of origin with South Australia taking on Victoria. Four match races. The first one will see Honcho Manelli take on Dagani, Bernardo take on Nations, Spring Bridge take on St. David, and Canley Jet take on Dr. Mino. So, for all the latest, of course, watch all of them on Sky and on the South Australian Twitter service, being the Dogs SA. So, uh, another good night of greyhound racing ahead of us, Nas. And most importantly, Melbourne Cup Prelude's underway here at Sandown Park in a big couple of months ahead of us. Definitely. Um, fantastic. Thank you very much for that, Jace, and uh, let's hope it's a winning night tonight. Thank you. Thanks, Nas. There is uh, Jason Adams joining us from Sandown. In a moment to Albion Park for race one, we'll take a short break in the meantime. Always celebrating spring racing. RSN 927. <laughs>